Welcome to the one-year journey through the Holy Bible. Let's pray to the Holy Spirit to open our hearts and minds to hear and understand and live the Word of God. Holy Spirit, come into my mind, my heart, and my spirit so that as I read your word, let me understand, know, and love you better. Bless me to be a faithful disciple to apply your word to my life. I make me a light shining upon all those who are in darkness. As I read the word of God, enlighten my mind and enkindle my heart with a deeper love for you and the people around me. Amen. Today we'll be reading Leviticus chapter 12 to 14. Chapter 12, The Uncleanliness of Childbirth. The Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, When a woman has a child, giving birth to a boy, she shall be unclean for seven days with the same uncleanliness as during her menstrual period. On the eighth day, the flesh of the boy's foreskin shall be circumcised, and then she shall pay thirty-three days more in a state of blood purity. She must not touch anything sacred nor enter the sanctuary till the days of her purification are fulfilled. If she gives birth to a girl for fourteen days, she shall be as unclean as during her menstrual period, after which she shall spend sixty-six days in a state of blood purity. When the days of your purification for a son or a daughter are fulfilled, she shall bring to the priest at the entrance of the tent of meeting a yearling lamb for a burnt offering and a pigeon or turtle dove for a purification offering. The priest shall offer them before the Lord to make atonement for her, and thus she will be clean again after her flow of blood. Since it is a ritual for a woman who gives birth to a child, male or female, if, however, she cannot afford a lamb, she must take two turtle doves or two pigeons, the one for burnt offering. The priest shall make atonement for her, and thus she will again be clean. Chapter 13 The Scaly Infection The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When someone has a mark on their skin, a lesion or a blotch, which appears to develop into a scaly infection, the person shall be brought to Aaron, the priest, or to the priest among his sons. If the priest, upon examination of the skin's infection, finds that the hair on the infection has turned white and the infection itself appears to be deeper than the skin, it is indeed a scaly infection. The priest, on seeing this, shall declare the person unclean. If, however, the blotch on the skin is white but does not seem to be deeper than the skin, nor has turned the hair white, the priest shall quarantine the afflicted person for seven days. Should the priest, upon examination on the seventh day, find that the infection has remained unchanged in color and has not spread onto the skin, the priest shall quarantine the person for another seven days. Should the priest, upon examination again on the seventh day, find that the infection is now faded and not spread onto the skin, the priest shall declare the person clean. It was merely a scab. The person shall wash his garments and so become clean. But if the person was examined by the priest and declared clean, the scab spreads all around the skin more. The person shall once more be examined by the priest. Should the priest upon examination find that the scab has indeed on the skin, has indeed spread on the skin, he shall declare the person unclean. It is a scaly infection. When someone is afflicted with a scaly infection, that person shall be brought to the priest. Should the priest upon examination find that there is a white mark on the skin which has turned the hair white and that is a raw flesh on it, it is a chronic scaly infection on the skin. The person 
The priest shall declare the person unclean without quarantine, since the individual is certainly unclean. If the scaly infection breaks out on the skin, as far as the priest can see, covers all the skin of the afflicted person from head to toe, should the priest then upon examination also find that the scaly skin does not cover the whole body, he shall declare the afflicted person clean, since the person has turned completely white, that individual is clean. But as soon as raw flesh appears, the individual is unclean. In observing of the raw flesh, the priest shall declare the person unclean because the raw flesh is unclean. It is a scaly infection. If, however, the raw flesh turns white, again turns white, the person shall return to the priest. Upon the latter, upon examination, find that the infection has indeed turned white. He shall declare the afflicted person clean. The individual is clean. If a boil appeared on a person's skin, which later healed, should now, in place of the boil, a white mark or reddish-white blotch develop, the person shall be examined by the priest. If the latter, upon examination, finds that it is deeper than the skin and the hair has turned white, he shall declare the person unclean if a scaly infection that has broken out in the boil. But if the priest, upon examination, finds that there is no white hair in it, and that it is not deeper than the skin and that it has faded, the priest shall quarantine the person for seven days. If it had then spread on the skin, the priest shall declare the person unclean, as it is an infection. But if the blotch remains the same without spreading, it is merely the scar of the boil. The priest shall therefore declare the person clean. If there was a burn on the person's skin and the burned area now has become a reddish white or white blotch, when the priest upon examination finds that the hair has turned white in the blotch and that it seems to be deeper than the skin, it is a scaly infection that has broken in the burn. The priest shall therefore declare the person unclean. It is the scaly infection. But if the priest upon examination finds that there is no white hair in the blotch and that is not deeper than the skin and is faded, the priest shall quarantine the person for seven days. Should the priest, upon examination on the seventh day, find that it has spread all over the skin, at all over the skin, he shall declare the person unclean, it is a scaly infection. But if the blot remains the same without spreading on the skin and it is faded, it is merely a spot of the burn. The priest shall therefore declare the person clean, since it is only the scar of a burn. When a man or woman has an infection on the head or on the beard, should the priest, upon examination, find that the infection appears to be deeper than the skin, and there is a fine yellow hair in it, the priest shall declare the person unclean. It is a skull. It is a scaly infection on the head or the beard. But if the priest, upon examining the skull infection, finds that it does not be deeper than the skin, though the hair may not be black, the person shall quarantine the skull-stricken person. The priest shall quarantine the skull-stricken person for seven days. Should the priest, upon examining the infection on the seventh day, find that the skull has not spread and has no yellow hair on it and does not seem to be deeper than the skin, the person shall shave, but not the skull spot. Then the priest shall quarantine the skull-diseased person for another seven days. If the priest, upon examining the skull on the seventh day, finds that it has it has not spread on the skin and that it does not appear to be deeper than the skin he shall later declare the person clean the latter shall wash his garments and thus will be clean 
but if the skull at all appears on the skin after the person has been declared clean, should the priest upon examination find that the skull has indeed spread on the skin, he need not look for yellow hair, the individual is unclean. If, however, the skull has remained unchanged in color and black hair has grown in it, the disease has been healed. The person is clean, and the priest shall declare the person individual unclean, the individual clean. When the skin of a man or a woman is spotted with several white blotches, if the priest upon examination finds that the blotches on the skin are pale white, it is only tatter that broken out on the skin, and the person is therefore clean. When a man loses hair on his head, he is simply bald on the crown and not unclean. So too, if he loses the hair in the front of his head, he is simply bald on the forehead and not unclean. But when there is a reddish-white infection on his bald crown or bald forehead, it is a scaly infection that is breaking out there. If the priest upon examination finds that the infection spot on the bald area or the crown or the forehead has the same reddish-white appearance, as that of scaly infections of the skin. A man has a scaly infection and is unclean. The priest shall declare him unclean. His infection is on his head. The garments of one afflicted with a scaly infection shall be, shall be rent and the hair disheveled and the mustache uncovered. The individual shall cry out, unclean, unclean. As long as the infection is present, the, present shall be, the person shall be unclean. Being unclean, that individual shall dwell apart, taking up, taking up residence outside the camp. <coughs> fungal infection of fabrics and leather. When a fungal infection is on a garment or of wool or, or linen, or on the warp or woof of the linen or wool, or on any hide of anything made of leather, if the infection on the garment or hide, or the warp or woof on any of the leather articles, greenish or reddish, the thing is indeed a fungal infection and must be examined by the priest. Having examined the infection, the priest shall quarantine the infected article for seven days. If the priest, upon inspecting the infection on the seventh day, finds that it is spread on the garment, or the warp or the woof, or the leather, whatever it may be in use, the infection is a harmful fungus, the article is unclean. He shall therefore burn up the garment or the warp of the wolf, be it wool or linen, or any leather article which is infected, since it is a harmful fungus and must be destroyed by fire. But if the priest upon examination finds that it has not spread on the garment, or the warp of the wolf, or the leather article, he shall give orders to have the infected article washed and then quarantined for another seven days. If the priest upon examination has, after the infection was washed, finds that it has not changed color, even though it may have not spread, the article is unclean. He shall burn it with fire. It is a fray, be it on its inner or outer side. But if the priest upon examination finds that the infection has faded after washing, he shall cut it out of the garment to the leather, the warp of the wolf. If, however, the infection again appears on the garment to the warp of the wolf or the leather article, it is still virulent and you shall burn the thing infected with fire. But if after washing, the infection has disappeared from the garment, or the warp of the wolf or the leather article, the thing shall be washed a second time, and thus will be clean. This is the instructions for a fungal infection on a garment, or a wool, or linen, or a warp, or a wolf, or any leather article, to determine whether it is clean or unclean. 
Chapter 14 The Purification After the Scaly Infections <clears throat> The Lord said to Moses, This is the ritual for someone that has had a scaly infection at the time of that person's purification. The individual shall be brought to the priest who is to go outside the camp. If the priest, however, is upon inspection, finds that the scaly infection is healed in the afflicted person, he shall order that to live Oh, he shall order that two live, clean birds, as well as some cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop to be obtained for one who is to be purified. The priest shall then order that one of the birds to be slaughtered over the earthen vessel with fresh water in it. Taking up the living bird with the cedar wood, the scarlet yarn, and the hyssop, the priest shall dip them, including the live bird, in the blood of the bird that was slaughtered over the fresh water and sprinkle seven times on the person to be purified from their infection. When he has thus performed when he has thus purified that person, he shall let the living bird fly away over the countryside. The person being purified shall wash his garments, shave off his hair, and bathe in water, and so become clean. After this the person may come inside the camp, but shall remain outside his or her tent for seven days. On the seventh day, this individual again shall shave all his hair on his head, beard, and eyebrows. All his hair must be shaved, and also wash his garments and bathe the body in the water so so it becomes clean. On the eighth day, the individual shall take two unblemished male lambs, one unblemished yearling ewe lamb, three-tenths of an ephrath of bran flour mixed with oil for the grain offering, and one log of oil. The, pers- the priest who performs a purification ceremony shall place the person who is being purified as well as all these offerings before the Lord at the entrance of the tent meeting. Taking one of the male lambs, the priest shall present it as a reparation offering, along with a log of oil, raising them as an elevated offering before the Lord. This lamb shall be slaughtered in the sacred place where the purification offering and burnt offering are. Because the reparation offering because the reparation offering is like the purification offering, it belongs to the priest and most holy. Then the priest shall take some of the blood of the reparation offering and put it on the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. The priest shall then go out, go take the log of oil, pour some of it into the palm of his own hand. Then dripping his right finger, then dipping his right finger in the oil on his left palm, he shall sprinkle some of it with his fingers seven times before the Lord. Of the oil left in his hand, the priest shall put some on the lobe of his right ear, the thumb on the right hand, the big toe of the right foot of that person being purified over the blood of the reparation offering. The rest of the oil in his hand, the priest shall put on his head, the one being purified. Thus. The priest making atonement for the individual before the Lord. The priest shall make off, shall offer the neck the purification offering, thus making atonement on behalf of the one being purified from uncleanliness. After this, the burnt offering shall be slaughtered. The priest shall offer the burnt offering and the grain offering on the altar before the Lord. Thus the priest, thus shall the priest make atonement for the person, and the individual become unclean becomes clean. Four person sacrifices. 
If a person is born and cannot afford that much, that person shall take one male lamb for reparation offering to be used as an elevated offering in atonement, one tetham and ephrath of bran flour mixed with the oil for grain offering, a log of oil, and two turtle doves or pigeons, which the individual can easily afford, the one as purification offering and the other as burnt offering. Um, on the eighth day of the purification, the person shall bring to them the priest at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord, taking the lamb of reparation offering along with the oil of the log of oil. The priest shall raise them as an elevated offering before the Lord. When the lamb of the reparation offering has been slaughtered, the priest shall take some of its blood and put it on the lobe of the right ear, on the thumb of the right hand, on the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. The priest shall then pour some of the oil into the palm of his left hand with his right finger, sprinkle some on the oil in his left palm seven times before the Lord. Some of the oil in his hands the priest shall also put on the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified, where he has sprinkled the blood of the reparation offering. The rest of the oil in his hand, the priest shall put on the head of the one being purified. Thus he shall make atonement for the individual being before the Lord. Then of the turtle doves or pigeons, such the person can afford, the priest can offer as a purification offering, the other as a burnt offering, along with the grain offering. Thus shall the priest make atonement before the Lord for the person who is being purified. This is the ritual for one afflicted with scaly infection who has insufficient means for purification. Fungal infection of houses. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When you come into the land of Canaan, which I am giving you to possess, if I put any fungal infection in my house, the Lord in any house, the land you occupy, the owner of the house shall come and report to the priest. Something like an infection has appeared in my house. The priest shall then order the house to be cleared out before he goes out to examine the infection, lest everything in the house become unclean. Only after this is he to go and examine the house. If the priest upon examination finds that the infection on the walls of the house consists of greenish or reddish spots which seem to go deeper into the surface of the wall, he shall go out of the house to the doorway and quarantine the house for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest shall come back. If upon inspection he finds that the inspection has, the infection has spread on the walls, he shall order the infected stones to be pulled out and cast in an unclean place outside the city. The whole inside of the house shall then be scraped and the mortar has been scraped off, shall be dumped in an unclean place outside the city. Then the other stones shall be brought and put into a place of old stones. A new mortar obtained and plastered on the house. If the infection breaks out once more in the house after the stones have been pulled out and the house has been scraped and replastered, the priest shall come, and if inspection he finds that the infection has spread in the house, it is a corrosive fungus in the house and it is unclean. It shall be pulled down, and all of its stones, beams the mo and mortar shall be hauled away in an unclean place outside the city. Whoever enters a house while it is quarantined shall be unclean until evening. Whoever sleeps or eats in such a house shall also wash his garments. If the priest finds that when he comes to the house that the infection has not in fact spread, and the house is after plastering, he shall declare the house clean since the infection has healed. To purify the house, he shall take two birds as wood, as well as cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop. One of the birds shall he shall slaughter over an earthen vessel with fresh water in it, 
Then taking the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the scarlet yarn together with the living bird, you shall dip them all in blood of the slaughtered bird and the fresh water and sprinkle the house seven times. Then he shall purify the house with the blood, bird's blood and the fresh water, along with the living bird, living bird, cedar wood, and hyssop and the scarlet yarn. He shall then let the living bird fly away over the countryside outside the city. Thus he shall make atonement for the house, it will be clean. This is the ritual for every kind of human scaly infection and skull, for fungus diseases and garments and houses, for marks, lesions, and blotches, to give direction to where there is a state of uncleanliness and where a state of cleanliness. This is the ritual for scaly infections. Word of the Lord.